Jets podcast, the podcast for anyone who subs on your assistant referee with 20 minutes to go. Before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record this podcast and also play our football. For all of us today, that is the lands of the Wurundjeri people. Sovereignty was never ceded. It always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Now on the podcast today, my name is Taryn. I will be your host with me today, as always, Fiona Dutchie Holland. Dutchie, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Fantastic. Fantastic. Love to hear that you're doing well, Dutchie. Always brings a smile to my face. I'm sure it brings a smile to many other people's faces. Our special guest today on the podcast, State 2 striker extraordinaire will run you over if you are a defender in her way. We have Em. Em, tell us about yourself. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you. That was a nice surprise <laughs> for an introduction. <laughs> um, I'm Em. Um, did you want me to go through my little football history. Yes, we do. Yeah, well, I want to hear it all. In Every chronological order. Yeah. <laughs> I think I peaked about year nine. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, I grew up up north um, on Yui Borough Country in Mackay, Queensland, and I started playing around there when I was about six. Um and loved it, kept playing all through school, um, through uni, had a couple of years off, um, so overseas for a bit, played in Brisbane for a bit. And then when I moved to Melbourne, uh, I met a friend, Dutchie, do you remember Leela? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yep. So I met Leela through um, my friend Shay and she said she played football, come play at Fitzroy. So I joined up there and played for a couple of years. Um, had a bit of time off as well and then kind of properly came back this year and um, and obviously Fitzroy crew had amalgamated and with the jetties. Um, amalgamated, ooh. I guess it's not technically more. amalgamation, <laughs> isn't it? We jumped ship and, and then. Yeah, we joined, um, we joined. Yeah. And, and now, yeah, jetties through and through. Fantastic, except you do wear your Thornbury kits to training quite often. I will say I do quite enjoy them. They're quite nice. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Thornbury um, United. Um, it was at the Spartans. Oh. Um, when did you play there? Oh. oh, that was last year. That was. This is the year we don't talk about. Yeah, yeah, got it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, they gave us yeah. some nice strips. 
Mm. <laughs> they are they are really nice. They are. Did really you pay nice. higher fees, and that's why you got nice strips? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Higher fees, and um, the cost was higher in other ways as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why you came emotionally. Yeah. That's why you came back to your family. <laughs> High tolls. <laughs> Alrighty. Home now. <laughs> oh, home now. That's that's so nice. Um, let's jump into the game. So there were two games this week, and I've promised a lot of action on this podcast. We did start on Friday night. Uh, we hate Friday night games, but they uh-huh. do sometimes occur. Uh, the State Threes played Malvern away. Dutchie, talk us through that game. Well, it's uh, yeah, interesting to say that you've got a lot to talk about, Taryn, because I don't know that many people realise we even played on Friday night. We just went and played our game. No one even texts to say, how did you girls go? <laughs> like, I think everyone just forgot. And it got to Sunday. No, don't worry, it's fine because we lost and, you know, we probably wouldn't have checked back anyway. Um, Anyway, yeah, it was a Friday night game. It was 7.15. It was shit, as expected. Uh, The traffic, surprisingly, getting there wasn't too bad. Um, We obviously had to cross the river, uh, north side to south side, and there was the big Man U game on as well. So a few of us were like, ooh, we better kind of allow a bit more time because Mm. there's going to be a lot of traffic. Um, yeah, but most people arrived on time, which was great. Uh, it was a 3-0 loss. Um, and, yeah, I guess just to describe what happened, I think we had two subs, so we were down on numbers. Um, thank you to Alex for coming out and um, kind of doing all the subs for us and helping from the sidelines. Uh, we had cooking and goals again. Um, so we had Gertie, our coach, playing on the pitch Cookie did a marvellous job, so lots of saves. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. The two We had two goals scored in the first half and they were scored within like the first five or ten minutes and they were two goals that we wouldn't normally let through. Um, they were just some mistakes from probably the central defence, which is me and one other, um, which, you know, that, that happens sometimes, and this is what I say, on a Friday night, we've worked a hard week at work, five days, I was exhausted, you race straight to a game, we're not prepared to play football, especially not at my age, you don't bounce back that quick. So anyway, we did our best, so we had two early goals scored against us, uh, the first half, you know, it was a bit, yeah, whatever, and then the second half, I feel like we really, um, we did a lot better, well, I felt like in defence, we did a lot better anyway. Um, the third goal, I'm just, oh, the third goal was scored by a corner and it was just one of those ones that it kind of got right into the box there and one of them, it's actually a really nice goal that she scored, but there was, you know, pretty pretty difficult to, to stop that one. So we'll give them that. Um, highlights, you know, none really. Um, well, there were, I shouldn't say that. Like it's always nice to play with, the, with our team, but I think we just felt, I don't know, maybe we hoped to do a little bit better against this team and when it didn't happen, we were a little bit deflated. Um, in the last little bit of the second half, we kind of changed our positions around a bit. So people were getting runs in different positions and that was a little bit of fun. Um, I think Gertie kind of explained that the reason she did that was because she wanted to work out where Swifty could play. We haven't found Swifty's exact position yet. And I remember being on the pitch and Gertie just yelling at Swifty, just chase every single ball. 
because she just wanted to see where Swifty might end up on the pitch to find where her niche is. So Wait, that is that I... Anna? No, Swifty is Izzy. Oh, yes, Izzy yes. T, yeah, yeah. And I can't remember why she's got that nickname. I think it was explained in a previous pod, but I've forgotten the it was. It was Taylor Swift. Oh, then, that's right. And then Swifty, and then you apparently said Shifty. Yeah, probably because I heard incorrectly. But Shifty, I reckon she is a little bit Shifty, so... I would, you know, I think that one that one can stick as well. Anyway, that, that was pretty much the game. It ended at 9.15 and we spent about 15 minutes trying to work out where we should go and eat, where to get a drink. But obviously no one's serving food at that time of night. Um, so we all just went home mm. all by ourselves. Mm. And that was it. And no one texted us to find out how we went. So it was fine. <laughs> well, not, sorry. Not I everyone. I am joking. Not everyone went home. I do believe you found us a new potential sponsor. Uh, yeah, well, Sam and I, we were just like, we actually do feel like a beer. And I didn't have any of the beer that I like at home. There were some other beers, that, but not, my, not the ones I prefer. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can stop at the pub. So we went to Goldie's, which is in Collingwood. And um, Goldie's, it used to be called, oh, something arms, Lynch. You might know it, Em. Or Taryn, I don't know. Starts with L. Can't remember. It's where Chopper Reed used to drink anyway. So it's an older style pub and they've got lots of different little rooms and fireplaces. So I forced Sam to go into every single room and do a recce because I couldn't be bothered moving. I was sitting by the fire with a beer and just tell me if she thought it would fit for our club. And she's she said it quite there's some nice spaces there and it might be a good one for us to try. They had lots of different menu items, vegan as well. So it kind of ticks all the boxes. So one one to try after the game one week. Fantastic. It used to be called the Leinster Arms. Yeah, okay. I was going to say Lancaster or something. Yeah. If if someone's Irish, they're going to kill me for that pronunciation. It's like like Leinster or something. Is it like Leicester? Yeah, that's what I didn't know. I didn't want to. I went there once. I did a runner once when I was there. (laughs) I know. Hold on. Sorry, what? Just leave it there. Leave it there. I did a runner once. I didn't pay. Oh, but how they much? found me. They found me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would be fun. Um, it was after the, the AFL grand final draw, right? And I don't know, because I've always been good and abided by all the rules all my life. You can cut this out of the pod, Karen. But um, after a few drinks and it was a drawn grand final I was like, hey, guys, I reckon we can do a runner and no one would know because it was just a shambles that day. It was, and we all left, like 15 of us. And uh, But I'd made the booking, so they had my phone number. (laughs) They called me, they called me on the Monday. (laughs) I just played dumb. I just said it was a big day. You know, it was a draw. We weren't expecting that. Uh... Anyway, last Friday night was the first time I went back since doing that runner. So it was a big milestone for me as well. Is your picture mm. up behind the bar? No, like, no, do no. not serve this person. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's new people that own the bar now. That's why I felt safe to go back. <laughs> that was in my younger days. When was that grand final? 2000 and Sam, Sam worked it out, 2004 or 2003 or something. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Well, so we've you know, discovered about pubs and, and Dutchie's criminal history. Um, but the game itself, you know, obviously a 3-0 loss. Dutchie, do you have a player of the match for us? I do. I'm giving it this week to Jess 
because um, I don't know how much, we probably haven't talked about Jess too much on this pod. She was new to the club this year, so we're all still getting to know Jess a little bit. Um, she's a winger and she just had a fantastic game. We played her in a few different positions just because we had some players out. But, um, yeah, really got in there, won the ball a few times, did some nice passbacks, um, you know, sent the ball forward. She just had a great game. So shout out to Jess. Well done. Fantastic. Well, congratulations, Jess. You've gotten the Player of the Match Award for the podcast. I'm beginning to think we should do like, we need like a Macca's voucher for oh. every time someone gets a Player of the Match on the podcast. Yeah, this is why we need a sponsor. Don't worry, <laughs> I'll sort that out. Maybe maybe it can be like a free pint at yep. the at the bar. Or a free lemon lime bitties if you don't drink. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. A free mocktail. Or a cider, whatever. Cider, yeah. whatever, whatever you want to drink. Because... You know, when you're a kid, and I, I'm really sad actually with my with my under 13s, we don't have like player of the match vouchers. But I remember being a kid and the absolute highlight, and it was never real. Everyone just got one every week. They just went through a list. But everyone got a Macca's voucher at the end of the game and you got like a Happy Meal or something. And it was do the you, best. Do you remember the pizza vouchers we got at a previous club? No. That's Maybe I was never player of the match. No, you would. I reckon they, uh, it was a bit dodgy. Like multiple people just got heaps and you'd all just go and order like a lot of pizza at once. <laughs> I, I remember it being dodgy, but I can't remember. And I don't think I was involved in it, but I clearly know that something dodgy happened, don't I? Anyway, pizzas were good. Pizza vouchers are good as well. Okay. I was finding out you do have a dodgy streak, as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is I don't really. I'm pretty, I'm pretty pretty good <laughs> i know just teasing <laughs> all right all right well uh anyone listening can sponsor us with a player of the match voucher Let yeah, us i prefer know. pizza over maccas all right i'll, I'll work on it <laughs> so the state two game happened at a much more conventional time it was sunday 3 p.m at home the opposition scored three goals but Unlike the state three game, <laughs> we also scored three goals. Sorry if that was a bit harsh. State threes, maybe that was, that was a little bit much. That's okay. <laughs> it was a three-all draw. I am still not playing, but I did go to watch and it was a roller coaster ride of emotions. And as soon as this game happened, I knew that we needed Em on this podcast because Em is the best storyteller that I know. And this game is a story. <laughs> em, go. Oh, no pressure. But, um, yeah, goodness, it was, it was a big day out, wasn't it? Um, I think it, first, firstly, picked up me mate, Grace went down. Um, had to get strapping tape on the way. All, all good. Got ready. We're getting ready. This it looked like a storm was coming over. I don't know if that led to like the tension, um, but yeah, it's like stuff was brewing. Um, the other team didn't turn up for a fair while, so we were getting ready. I think Heather actually said, oh, they're only just turning up now. Um, and, 
Yeah, I think similar to you, Dutchie, it's um, no matter how much you say it or we talk about it, there's still um, a thing in your mind that's like we beat them last time so we should beat them again or however you feel like you you have this kind of level of how you you think it'll go. Um, and, yeah, so it was a, just a funny vibe to start because um, they once they did get ready and come out of the sheds, they were wearing, like, essentially very similar strip to us so we all look so similar so we're black and red stripes they're orange and red stripes with black socks as well um we thought are they going to change into their away kit no didn't look like it they even their keeper had a bright pink um, jersey same as our keeper and and then they went and set up in our dugout. And um, so we thought, okay, well, a few of us just went and sat in the other dugout. Did feel a bit funny, but we thought that's okay. But then Nia, of course, was like, no, that's our dugout. Can you get out? That? And that's the away dugout over there. Isn't it Would the same say? at every pitch? Um, yep. As in whose is the home one and yeah, whose is the yeah. away? I don't know. Is the one on the left the home one if you're facing it all the time? Good question. I don't know. I don't know either. I think I'll so. It, it seems intuitive. I'll Google it. Yeah, I'll Google, Google it. I wanted to say, um, would you say that Nia swerved to the uh, <laughs> to the correct dugout? Oh, yeah. Oh, I missed that opportunity. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, because I think she was walking out from the sheds and and yeah you she did have to do a swerve now that you're better <laughs> go hold, hold on no we're over there um so yeah that got sorted we switched all our stuff um kicked off um I was mostly on the bench for the first part of the first half because um my hammy kind of went on strike last weekend um on no sub Sunday and then I think the first half they scored first didn't they um is that right no, no. we scored first oh else L scored first the screamer like sprinting down I think she beat two defenders just using her speed um, kept control of it um, I think gets just inside the 18 yard and smashed it with a right foot like straight to the left of the keeper um, had no chance um, and they also had the a keeper who I don't think is their regular keeper we, we figured out pretty soon like just you can tell you know the body language and everything um, yeah, that was awesome. Um, and then we were kind of on a high and then I, I think we couldn't really get into our groove, which 
is a bit of a theme like in the first part of our game sometimes it takes us a bit of a while to get into it um we weren't doing as much passing as we can do like sometimes we just have these amazing kind of segments of passing um but to be fair sometimes you would look up and think you're passing to your teammate but it's them because they're wearing the same bloody strips as us <laughs> I, I can confirm from the sideline it was so hard to tell and there were several times where like especially out of defense someone would like pass the ball and like look straight at the opposition player like it wasn't a miss hit like they were yes. keep, keep passing it to them thinking it was a teammate exactly yeah, yeah. So that was kind of frustrating, um, but what can you do? The game's already started. <laughs> um, yeah, so then I think we, yeah, we got a, um, into a little bit of a funk and they they scored, um, they scored three goals, like pretty in quick succession and, right, and then it was half time and we're kind of in shock. Um, thinking, how did it go? We were one nil up to three one down. Um, going the dressing sheds, <laughs> tail between the legs, um, and Paul, bless him, he's not um, he's not a yeller, but he was kind of like disappointed, Dad. Um, he told me he was fifty percent. He would, yeah, of what he could be, and he. I think it's um, everyone was agreeing with him. He was he was upset, like understandably. Um, we were all kind of nodding, going, "Yep, you're right." Like he was like, "You've got to do better." You know, we need to be more intense. We need to use our brain more. Like use, you know what strengths we do have like every time often the opposition is a bit younger and a bit fitter than us um but we do have lots of years of experience for context and I don't think that we quite set up enough so we're playing a team called Barton United and we won 2-1 last time and they're a bunch of kids like yes. brilliant technical skills yeah but we were bigger and stronger than them <laughs> it's yeah. fair to say continue that's right and last time it we played them it did feel like that um even though they they could you know do a couple of little tricks and they were quite quick and and technical um but what was cool to see for them is that they seem like they've grown over the season since we played them last and I really liked that they um they seemed much more like confident and um expressive and they were they were talking back to the ref and <laughs> they were making all these comments to us last time we played them didn't have hear a peep um so I like that good for them finding <laughs> <laughs> <in> their voice <laughs> um yeah so where were we? Half time, um, thinking, okay, we've got to go back out um, and like sort this shit out. Um, I think Bridgie was really good on the field, like with her encouragement and saying, like, come on, we've got to put in 110%. Um, and that kind of 
like pumped me up a bit um and I was I was kind of shifted at least my um my state of mind a bit to being like okay just put everything on the line like (laughs) you know if you're just put in so much as much as you possibly can and then if you die then you can just sub off (laughs) um (laughs) and I think everyone's intensity lifted in the second half it was so good like I think there was um like candles just something shifted in the second half like um I think the backs are always so amazing like of course Lance and um Heather and Milo but Heather was kind of being so proactive and like really meeting bulls, just coming and just taking it on the stomach or the chest or whatever, doing a Sam. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, we, um, when was it? It must have been around um, 75th minutes or something like that. Um, We scored two goals in like, a few minutes I was back on the sideline at that point and we were all just like screaming and jumping and hugging it was so amazing I think it was Grace and Elle wasn't it um some one of them was up in the six yard box I couldn't see too well I don't know if you remember or could see yeah so one of them was another one-on-one from Elle so Elle kept doing this and actually uh, if there was XG, which there is not for our games, of course, we out XG. I reckon our XG was like six to point five, and it still ended up being three all. Uh, yeah. There was several times, especially in the first half, where we found ourselves sort of one on one or um, a point blank range, and the ball just wouldn't go in. Yeah, uh, the, they were the- so lucky at some points just to that scramble, like getting yeah. it out. Oh my god, so frustrating! Uh, and then the second half, yeah, it was L and Grace scored a header um, that was That's from right. a corner as well. Um, so I think L is now leading them in the goal scoring charts. I think L is is golden boot by some way now, um, mm, cool. and, and Grace would be second. Yeah. Um, what about the goal that wasn't a goal? Well, speaking of XG, <laughs> it was actually four three. <laughs> and I didn't see it, but Mish swears it went at the whole ball over the whole line by at least like 15 centimeters. Um, you, and I think others up who were up close swore it went in, but they quickly scooped it out and kind of played on. The ref did not want to call it as a goal, and we were outraged. You could tell from the reactions of everyone us and them they were so guilty <laughs> they looked so sheepish uh I think at this point it was still 3-1 as well um so it would yes. have been 3-2 and then we scored two goals really quickly after that but it, everyone was like because you can just tell in those situations like ref where's the goal line tech where's the VAR I know sort it out this is why we need more funding in oh, community sport we should have proper 
at least proper lines people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, you, you can't blame the referee. Like as frustrating as it is, yeah. he couldn't have seen it. Seen it. Um, and I guess, you know, benefit of the doubt, benefit of the doubt, sorry, has to go, you know, for it not being a goal. Um, although he was pretty trigger happy with some other calls throughout yes. the game, Em. Oh, he, yeah, he didn't, he might, he just kept the whistle in, I think, the whole time, um, pulling pulling lots up um some things you know of course you, you never agree with every decision the ref makes there was um, one that you got especially angry about him <laughs> like yeah yeah Again, from um, when you're on the bench yeah that's so as yeah as you know sometimes I get a lot of worked up um, <laughs> in and around the pitch um I wasn't on, I was on the, on the um, bench again. And it, was it Nia who was um, kind of getting hacked at a lot? And then um, somebody, just, one of their players uh, just came in the latest tackle and just kind of, you know, knocked her like horizontal in the air. And yeah, my immediate reaction is to stand up and scream, are you? FM serious <laughs> and, and then Paul's immediate reaction was like, sit the F down and be quiet or something. We were all on the sidelines yelling out. Yep, sorry, Paul. He said, You'll get a yellow card in a minute. Um I think Pete had actually just got a yellow for um two like not too bad, like kind of tackles, I thought, but they were in a row and the ref just pulled it out. But um, yeah, I said to him, I've been trying to get a yellow all year. And I said, they can't. <laughs> now, this man loved a bit of cheese. He loved whipping the yellow card out of his pocket and yes. he did so on quite a number of occasions. And it actually led to uh, one of the opposition players getting a red. Yeah. In a way that we never see two yellows into a red. Yeah, so red. Um, and interesting, like the first one she got was for a uh, rough tackle quite late again. Um, and then the second one, it seemed messy. It was um, somebody ended up on the ground and then we saw the yellow we thought, who's that for? And then we realised it was for her talking back. And so she gets her second yellow for descent straight off. Couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe it either. And I think the first one, the first one, um, they did have another player get a yellow for um, a bad tackle, but she actually got a yellow for standing in Maria's way as Maria was about to take a free kick. Oh. And I remember this so clearly because Dutchie turns around and goes, Dutchie's watching it next to me. She goes, what's, what's the point of the yellow card? Why even bother? What's the point of a, I don't, I don't get it. And Paul was like, well, you know, it's the rules, you know, officially he has to give the yellow card. Oh, but no one's ever going to get a second yellow. No one's ever going to get sent off at our level. <laughs> and then she did. I learned a lot. Learned a lot yesterday. You did, yeah. you did. And Paul was like, see, Dutchie, this is why. I'm like, okay, got it. And we so did that young girl from Cranbourne. 
<laughs> don't mess with that rep. Um, there's not much more to say, I guess, on the. Yes, on there the, is. Oh, dope. Oh, yes. is that what you're saying? The dog. I, was, I was about to say on the footballing side of things, oh, I was about to start good. talking about dogs I and babies. I thought you but... were going to go to player of the match. I'm like, no, there's another important thing. No, no, I was going to talk about dogs and babies, but if there's go something else. No, no, you've got it. You've got it covered. Sorry I, I interrupted. But <laughs> 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 well, there were two, two dogs on the pitch this time. Oh, my God, that. talk about the dogs. You were front and centre at the dogs controversy. Oh, it annoys me so much. <laughs> When people's dogs come on the field, and you know me, obviously I'm a dog owner. My dog was there. Um, but if your dog doesn't come back to you, then you shouldn't have it off the lead. It's It can get hurt. It can cause other people to get hurt. And most importantly, it's disrespecting women's football. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's just... So there's that. So as soon I was on the field, the one came on. Everyone's looking around going, whose bloody dog is this? Get this dog off the pitch. I think T was trying to, like, lure it to her. Eventually it just ran off um, and then we went, on we went. Um, the, Barton, the Barton girls um, all screamed a lot whenever there were dogs near. They didn't like the dogs. Um, so that was kind of another reason to like keep your dogs away from football pitches. Um, and then when was it? I think it was towards the end. Um, another dog comes running up, no owner in sight. And then it starts running on the field. I was about to sub back on. That's why I was standing up at halfway. And it had one of those harnesses on, so I managed to just, like, grab it and kind of drag it off. <laughs> I wish I had a picture or, like, a video of the way that you did this as well. Because you were, like, because normally when there's a dog, there's, like, that moment of, like, ooh, dog, like, cute. And then it's, like, okay, get off my field now. There was none of that no. in your face. You were fear. You grabbed the dog's <laughs> leash and just stood there with this look on your face, like, take your dog. Yeah. <laughs> And where was the owner? The owner was nowhere in sight. Oh, she took ages and she yeah. came up and um, no apology. Yeah. No, um, just, oh, there's my dog. I'm like, you might want to put it on the lead. She goes, oh, yeah, we're just down the creek. And then she just ran up here. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, no, like, oh, I might have lost my dog. Or no, like, oh, my dog clearly has no recall. Just like, oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. what a what a strange coincidence that you happen to have my dog. Mm. There's another etiquette around dogs and football, which is if your dog busts someone's football with their teeth, you should pay them for a new football. Yeah. <laughs> We've had to deal with that like before too. <laughs> so annoying. I don't think anyone ever pays that, do they? They just grab their dog and go, sorry. I know people who have paid other people um, yeah. and Eddie Gardens and stuff, but yeah. poor Corn Chip had to fork out for her own ball again yep. after hers got busted. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we got rid of that dog, but then um, I'm so biased because there's my dog there, but he's he's a good boy, yeah. Terry. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, like our cutest mascot angus um and i couldn't help myself i had to put angus on terry's back 
so he could ride it. So <laughs> Angus is Bridget's son, uh, yeah. player, and he is the most beautiful child. Yeah. Like he's at the cutest age as well, like just yeah. kind of walking and running a little bit, falling oh. over. Kicking a little ball around. Yeah, yeah. He does He does love coming. Um, he does cry easily, though. Sometimes I look at him and he cries and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Angus. Sorry, Angus. <laughs> yeah, you just want him to love you, hey? Yeah. He yeah. liked riding the dog, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope he liked it. He looked pretty happy. We got pictures of that, I think, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. With um with permission, we'll put the pictures of that on uh on our Twitter page because it's uh Yes, we'll check first. It's very funny. <laughs> all right. Yes, so three three all in the end. Another three draw. All in the end. Dutchie, if there are no more objections, we'll go to the uh player of the match. You to go ahead. I think you've covered it all. <laughs> em, who was your player of the match? I think it was Cookie. Yeah. Just uh, filling in, filling keeper, filling team, um, just so impressive. And she saved, she saved quite a few shots and she did some like just polar saves as well, like jumping and reaching and I think hitting over the crossbar at one point, um, coming out, kind of putting her body on the line, like, it's just, I mean, as you know, you've got to be um, a special type of person to be a keeper <laughs> in the first place. But then to be like a fill-in keeper for a team you don't normally play with, like that's just really taken one for the team. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Such an incredibly hard thing to do. And I have there's so many like split decisions and <laughs> yeah so many split decisions so many things like there's a ball flying at your face like what do I do um so so much so much respect and admiration for you Cookie and that is shared equally amongst everyone at the club um for for your efforts for both teams at the moment. I just want a special shout out as well um but Nia who filled in and Sam who also filled in um they did so good Nia was copping it but also like kind of giving it back did some good saves um and Maria poor thing gets targeted a lot in the center she's so good um and she's so patient the way she responds is like just with her skill which is just so amazing fantastic well action packed week on the field and now it's going to be an action-packed quiz question segment. So I still don't have a tally because I still don't think more than 15 minutes ahead for this podcast. Um, that's just going to be a meme now. We don't know. It's a no, mystery. I think you're always ahead by about one or two, Taryn. Oh, at least. Yeah, of course. Uh, about only one or two. <laughs> <laughs> one day do you, do you know what this That's is a task for someone this yeah. is a task for someone I will buy you a pint if you can go back and figure out what the tallies are I reckon the last time we mentioned an actual tally was like four or five weeks ago 
a real so, tally. We always kind of make it up. We always kind a real of tally. But like week two. If someone can figure it out, I will buy you a pint. The first person to figure it out. There's, there's no double ups. Figure it out, message me, and I'm buying you a pint. Good Ooh, stuff. A competition on the competition. Pod. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go first. My question now, as I was watching this game, I'm having a nice conversation with the technical director of the club, Victor. He told me that L is the only player at the club to have achieved a certain thing. What is the thing that L is the only Jetties player to have achieved? Has she played 200 games? That's my guess. Oh, I was thinking, is she the only person who's played every year at the Jetties since conception? Or she played every division, every age. It's both good guesses. Uh, not quite. She's the only current senior Jetties women's player to have won two championships. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So one of them was 2014 and I don't know when the other one was, but good job, Elle. It could have been when she was a junior, yeah? Possibly, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, good on her. Winning mentality. Yeah. Let's jump to M now. M, what's your question? Okay. I'm going to just open my other screen. Um, So kind of in the theme of talking about sponsors and, uh, you know, getting funding, um, here's an kind of an inspiration example for a club you know Angel City and NWSL you've probably read a bit bit about it um, but how many owners can you name of Angel City FC or founders I don't really okay I I think I can name three I reckon Dutchie go go on Serena Williams, Natalie Portman, and what's that striker? Abby? No. Why haven't I got her name right now? Yeah. Abby Wambach? Wambach, yeah. yeah. They're the only three I can think uh-huh. of off the top of my head. Not Drew Barrymore. She's not in there, is she? No. I don't think I've so. been trying to ignore it because it just... <laughs> I'm like capitalism in football. It's closer than you think. Um, <laughs> it's always been close. I'm like, oh, whatever. If like girl boss feminism is here, that's fine. It's better than misogyny. Yeah, it's better than the opposite. Exactly. <laughs> but, and it's um, also like girl boss feminism with some queer rights and some donating profits to, you yeah, know. Yeah. And it's actually, and, and it's and actually all, all really sponsors are like vetted. They're actually very good sponsors as well, okay. like sustainable yeah. and green and yeah. Okay, my irritation is irrational. Okay, we get it. <laughs> it's very is... California. Let's just uh, say that. Yeah. yeah. Is Taylor yeah. Swift involved? Oh, I haven't seen her name come up in what I've read. J Lo. Um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna win this question. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So I don't know. I don't know. Yes. I'm it sure. Is... Is JLo involved? I'm sure JLo's involved. No, I'm pretty sure she's not. Um, there's a 
she might there's say. two other actresses starting with J that oh. I know of. Um, and then there's a, there's a late night English guy who hosts a show that starts with J as well, who's he's in there, one of the few men on the owner's board. Does that give you a tip about someone else? Trying to think of the other actresses. John. Shall Jennifer. I just? Jennifer. Yeah, just I, Jessica. There's so many that I think there's um, around a hundred. Jessica Beale. Oh. No, there is a Jessica. They. Um, there's about a hundred owners. Two, at least two thirds of them are women. Um, so James Corden is the one that I was yeah, okay. talking yeah, yeah. about. There's the ones you said. Um, there's also Jessica Chastain, Uzo Duba, um, Gab Union, uh, Christina Aguilera, uh, um, Abby Wombach's wife, Glennon Doyle, the uh, author. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, there's another, I think there's 13 former US women national team players. Um, Becky G of Singing in the Shower fame. <laughs> this is why it's just it's so american yeah. it's like, a bit much it's a bit much it's, I will it's, thank you yeah. thank you it's a bit much it's very <laughs> california i wonder what heather thinks she probably loves it yeah i hope so because it also kind of came out of like the time's up movement and mm. um mm-hmm. you know the and also they were the first ones to uh, ensure that the players were paid properly and had like yeah. super and things like that. Yeah, we shouldn't bag it at all. It's progressive. Um, no, seriously. You can bag what, it a little bit. Yeah, like, but, what's, but what's the alternative? Like um, grassroots, well, just, a grassroots movement that effectively, you know, deals with people and not just like not in rich America, people in Hollywood. Okay, all right. We all right. Yeah. Burn the system. <laughs> Solidarity, comrades. <laughs> yeah. Is it my turn? Go on. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> well, so my question, look, I don't even know if I'm going to ask it correctly, but I was going along with the theme of dogs on pitches. And I thought, I wonder if this has ever happened in a World Cup. And it has. Why? I want you to, yep. I want you to tell me what year. And which two teams were playing? I just want to see if Taryn knows it. Can I guess a team? Pardon? Can I guess a team straight yeah, up? Yeah. yeah. Chile. Because it's a thing in Chile, apparently. Dogs run oh. on the pitch all the time. Oh, is it? Um, so I'm going to guess that they're one of the teams involved. And I'm going to uh, – do you mean men's World Cups, women's World Cups, any World Cup? Uh, men's World Cup is the one I'm referring to here. Uh, there might be others, but this is the one when I Googled it came up. I'm going to go with 2006 in Germany. I don't know why. No, it was the 1960. Oh, oh. do you want to go? Sorry, Anne, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the 1960 what? <laughs> yeah, that's a good guess. <laughs> I was going um, to say like Brazil, so I, I would have been wrong anyway. Are you, are, you, are you finishing your answer? Do you want me to keep going? No, you, you go, you go. All right. 
So it's the 1962 World Cup in Chile. So very oh, good, Karen. Thank you. Now, do you want to go at the two teams then that were playing? You could go with the one that you just said. Ah, oh, okay. Was it Brazil versus Argentina? No. It was Spain. England. <laughs> England. England. You got it. England. Very good. It was uh it was Brazil versus England. And it was, you know, quite a apparently that World Cup was there was a lot that went on. Um, but this was just one of them. And it was Brazil won the match and their best player, Garincha, I probably pronounced that incorrectly, someone will correct me, had scored like a number of goals and he was apparently unstoppable. It was a three-one victory to Brazil. But then they said this dog ran on and it was very evasive and uh, there was an English English player that ended up being able to grab the dog. But then the twist to it all, because Brazil went on to win the grand final, I mean the final, um, they the dog ended up being brought to Brazil and was raffled among the Brazilian squad. And as fate would have it, Garincha won the raffle and named the dog B or by B-I, and this is um, Portuguese, and this is to Big Dog, who's one of our Brazilian players who's not playing. It's short for Bicampeonato, which means two-time championship, in homage to Brazil's second World Cup triumph. So they rescued the dog, they raffled the dog off, the best player won the dog, and then gave it a new name and a new life, and the dog lived happily ever after. Ah, we should have rescued the dog. From yeah, the that, ran from the creek. Yeah, that one that that woman was too slow. I reckon you should have just said you're not having it back. We're going to raffle it today. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to go. It. Going to go to the best player. We'll call it um, state two champion or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, so they, I can't believe you guessed Chile, Taryn. Yeah, no, it's a thing. It's a thing in, a, in Chile oh. that. Um, dogs run into the pitch all the time. It's like a, um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't yeah, really I know. know. I, I know that it's a thing because there was a recent clip of a um, the the Chile women's team was playing um, and a dog ran onto the pitch and they were also kind to the dog. They were just like woo dog, <laughs> and yeah, apparently it's a it's a common thing that happens. Right, right. it's not only happened to Chloe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not only. This is, this is well. football heritage. <laughs> football heritage. Speaking of football heritage, food. That was that Dutchies. Yeah, you, no, you was, were the last question. No one else had a question. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Food. I'm just right. I'm just suddenly trying to remember this segment, and there was absolutely no food at Melbourne. Great. Like, no food at Melbourne. Seriously, no when we came out of the rooms, it was pitch black. There were just two blokes waiting for us to leave. Like everyone else had cleared out. And we're like, why were we taking so long? Like we were just like in there doing nut bush and eating lollies and <laughs> hadn't realised like the whole club had cleared out. There was no food, no food in sight at all. Incredible, incredible. Um, there was a sausage chisel for the juniors, uh, but we didn't have one for our game. So mm. no food at home, no food oh. away. And there were no... Really, there was not many people watching because it was so bloody cold. Yeah. Cold Friday night. It must have been Malvern. Come well, on. no, but at your game as well yesterday. Oh, yes. It was yeah, yeah, freezing. Of there was a thunderstorm. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. It was very ominous. Yeah. Um, there were no crows, though, which was positive. 
<laughs> just dogs. Just dogs. I just don't know dogs. if we could have coped if there was a crow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Would have been a bit much. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our moments of the week for this week. Um, let's start with you. What was your moment of the week this week? Well, it's it's hard to choose, but I think I'd say Angus riding Terry. (laughs) (laughs) It was very, very cute. Um, Dutchie, what was your moment of the week? So my moment of the week happened at halftime in our game. And I have had permission to tell this story because Swervy is responsible for this one. And she said I can tell the story only if I tell it correctly Um, and basically so that I don't make it sound like she did this on purpose. So we were in the change rooms and there was a bit of chatter about, you know, some of our strategy going forward. And I think Ash had been, she'd been playing um, fullback on the left-hand side and she'd been talking about this thing they were doing where they were, to be honest, I probably wasn't completely in the conversation, but where some player was looping or something. And Nia was kind of said to everyone, well, if you see that happen, just finger, and she went to say, just finger, we thought she was going to say, just finger me. And then she was like, she stopped and she said, oh my God, I was going to say finger me. And everyone just started laughing because it was like completely (laughs) inappropriate. And we were like, what the hell are you trying to say, Nia? Nia was just trying to say point. <laughs> point in my direction. <laughs> Give me the heads up that this play is coming. <laughs> but you know when you're like not thinking and the wrong thing came out of her mouth and now I'm telling the world. Mm. Good on you, Swervy. <laughs> Swervy. <laughs> it was something like that. I had to double check exactly what she said because I'm like maybe I was the one that heard it wrong. But I clipped. I, I checked with um, corn chips and she said, yeah, no, this is exactly what happened. So That is so hilarious. funny. Yeah, hilarious. moment of the week. Sometimes you just need something to go, oh, my God, that's the best. And everyone laughed and maybe that's what we needed on Friday night. <laughs> also, you did the nut bush? Oh, yeah. Well, this is interesting. We were in the change rooms and it was really cold. So Sam was like, let's just do the nut bush for our warm-up. So we started doing the nut bush. But then I saw when I was just doom scrolling on the socials yesterday, there was an AFL club, AFLW club that did the same thing. And I wonder if Sam got the idea from them or if it's something that a lot of teams do and I've just never done it. But it was fun to warm up. Mm. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, That would have been my moment of the week if I was doing the nut bush and then dress sheds with the team it was good well you could do it next week the other moment of the week was when I was driving home in Sam's car and her kilometers hit 70,000 exactly wow (laughs) we were like oh my god it's a moment (laughs) what it's the little thing it's the little thing excited on a Friday night isn't it it's perfect 70,000 on the screen I'm like oh my god I can't believe we just saw that (laughs) anyway oh my goodness um my my moment of the week is is maybe slightly self-indulgent um it's actually uh something that happened today monday um i have been unwell 
uh, which is why I haven't been playing. I'm okay. It's uh, muscle fatigue at this point. I think I'm getting better. It's kind of hard to tell because uh, some days I can't really get very far and other days I can, but, you know, I'm not dying. Uh, I just can't really do too much. Um, and uh, I received a, a a delivery from from the team. Uh, it had plants and chocolate and other things and it made my day um I cried when I got it and I'm tearing up now (laughs) and it was just really lovely and uh you know obviously like most of the people that listen um are either us or you know sort of directly adjacent to us like parents or partners but um you know I think that you know it's the best community of humans uh in the world and it's a really lovely thing to be a part of so yeah thank you for that um yeah you, you deserve I, it Taryn well yeah it was it was really kind and yeah. um and we've yeah. missed you out there on the pitch and you know like we're all we're all thinking of you so, yeah yep. yeah I want you to make a speedy recovery well, this is such a big part of my personality not being able to play as hard <laughs> <laughs> I need I need it uh but uh no it's yeah it was um it was really touching so thank you everyone involved in that um I'll find out I'll find out who organized it one day I <laughs> um, I believe um there's a few but I I would like to um dub in I think Bridget for doing a lot of the organising. Sweet Bridgie. Sweet Bridget. Thank you, Bridget. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna palm it over to the next session before I cry. Oh. Um, <laughs> Dutchie, everyone's favourite segment, the scouting segment. What have we got next week? Well, the state three team play first, so. State three Yarra Jets versus Clifton Hill, 1 p.m. at home on Sunday. Now, Clifton Hill, if you remember, last time we played them, they beat us 8-0, which was um, fairly deflating for us. Uh, they're currently third on the ladder, um, but not. I noticed not all their results are uploaded, so I don't know what's going on there. But from what I could see, they've had seven wins, no draws, and they've had three losses. Um, they played Swinburne last week, but that result hadn't been loaded up yet. So I don't really, I assume they won that one as well. Um, interestingly, two weeks ago, they lost to Banyul City. Um, now, when we played Banyul, we lost, I think, 0-7. Clifton Hill lost 1-7. Um, so I don't know. I feel like we should do better than we did last time. Like, I don't think, we're in a bit of a, bit of a spot last time we played Clifton Hill um I think I'm expecting that we'll do a little bit better I don't think it'll be quite as easy for them um they still appear to have a really good list of players I think they had four on the bench on the weekend um that's all I've really got on them there was I had a look at their socials there was nothing interesting at all that I could report back on this pod that would help us so I think we just need to go out there give it our best shot um, and see how we go. It's going to be a tough match. We know that. I'll move on to State League Two. So you guys have got Beaumaris at 3.15 on Sunday at Beaumaris Secondary College. 
So it must be a secondary college that's got a nice soccer pitch by the sounds of things. Uh, Beaumaris are currently fourth on the ladder. They've had seven wins, two draws and four losses. They've got a goal difference of nine. Now, yesterday they beat Melbourne Uni uh, 1-3, I believe was the score. Um, the week before they drew with the Brunswick Zebras. So they've been playing well the last few weeks. They've got a strong list. So I think they had four subs, uh, four or five subs yesterday. Um, yeah, the last time we played them, we they well, we lost to them 1-3. Is that correct, Taryn? That sounds yeah. right. I yeah. yeah. Uh, this, oh, I remember because this was, um, I was injured for this game and I was, I think this was the one where I was doing the subs and it was deeply frustrating because we were the better team and they just found a way to score and it was very annoying. Yeah, right. On their socials, they've, uh, this is a team that's sponsored by Porsche. Like they've clearly, I don't know, they, yeah, they've got a They've got a bit going on. They seem to do everything well. I quite like looking at their socials. They've got someone there that's posting quite a lot <clears throat> and posting results of all the games. So <clears throat> it's fairly well, um, you know, it's, it, you, you get enough of the women's content and the men's. Um, they celebrated NIDOC week and they had a specially commissioned shirt for the men's and women's teams, which Fantastic. I thought was good. I thought it was great. But Imagine, like, someone's obviously putting money into that because a lot of grassroots football teams can't afford to have a special jersey. But, yeah, they look fantastic. Porsche. Um, Porsche is putting money into it. Well, that's what I wondered. But fantastic that they're doing that. One thing I want you guys to do when you go there, they've got a new Aboriginal mural in the entrance of their new pavilion. And it was um, artwork that's done by Stan Yara Yara Manua. Um, So it could be worth just checking it out. Um, they also did a fundraiser recently for Ukrainian refugees and put on a charity match. So they're doing a lot in that space, which I thought was quite cool. They're Robin Hooding Porsche. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, but yep. Um, the other thing that we talked about this team last time was that Stoddy was there. Now, couldn't find much on Stoddy this time. It looks like she's been playing some internationals, captaining New Zealand. I think we should still be on Stoddy Watch just in case. Um, yeah, I think they're going to be north side somewhere. I think, oh, maybe, I don't know. I looked it up. They were somewhere. They're not at home. Tragic, tragic. I met Rebecca Stott actually in between last pot and now. And um, it was a very awkward interaction. It was just before I was about to commentate one of the Boleyn games. She wasn't playing, uh, but the co commentator I was with knew her quite well and they were having a normal chat. And I was just kind of standing there like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Hi, we stalk you. <laughs> Hi, I'm a member of Study Watch. <laughs> because you know, I'm commentating. I'm trying to be like really professional and like commentating, like what it, you know, like yeah, I like know all this stuff about the players, and I'm, but I'm just like standing there. It's like that emoji that's like the person that's like I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, I was. It was very uncomfortable. She's very lovely. Yeah, I was going to say, did she seem nice and friendly? She's she's very friendly. She's she very nice. She seems nice. Yeah. yeah. That's our yep. study anyway. watch for the day. <laughs> yep. And anyway, just go and beat the hell out of Beaumaris. That'll make me happy. We'll um, certainly try. Check out that mural. I want to see what it's like. Sounds amazing. And good on them. Mm. And awesome. the um, how are you feeling about the derby? Ah, the Fitzroy derby. 
Clifton Hill. Ah, Clifton Hill. Sorry, North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fairfield um, Derby. <laughs> uh, the Derby of next Sunday. I'm actually going to be away. I'm going up where you're from, Em. Oh. Yeah, I'll be up on uh, in the week Sundays. Beautiful. Yeah, so I'll be away. So I wish my team the best of luck. I'm sure they'll do an amazing job. So I'm feeling actually quite fine about it. Look, Dutchie, the best ability is availability. And uh, unfortunately, oh, you crossed. <laughs> Coming from me, I've played less than half the games this season, I think. I've played so many games. <laughs> I've missed a lot too with injuries. <laughs> Alrighty, so we will wrap it up there. Thank you so much for listening. This was maybe a little bit of a bumper episode, but we hope that you enjoyed it. You can find us on Twitter at Yarra Jets Pod. You can find me at Taryn Hedo. You can find Dutchie at Fiona Holland. M, do you have any socials? I do, but they're private. <laughs> All right, so follow me, follow Dutchie, follow the Yarrow Jets pod, and do not, under any circumstances, follow M. Actually, you can if you're, if I know you. (laughs) But I don't, I'm pumping out like amazing football journalism or anything like you are, so. (laughs) I mean, neither am I. I'm just posting my random thoughts. It's it's not that eyebrow. Um. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or our RSS feed. Please follow us there. Please rate us there. I have another chance to look at the Spotify ratings. Yet I have been informed by one of our listeners, Alex, uh, that she did manage to find a way to rate us five stars on Spotify. So I highly recommend everyone go and do that as soon as possible so we can get our sponsorships and start our Mac is player of the week certificates. Yeah. My name is Taryn. I've been joined by Dutchie and M. It has been a pleasure to have your company. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon or evening. Goodbye. Thank you.